Welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me, as always, is Ben Slinger. Yes, I am. Hello. Hello. I think this uh, is the second episode that we're recording tonight, so let's do something <laughs> a bit different. <laughs> <laughs> we want to mix it up for our own benefit, even though you're listening to this uh, a week apart. Uh, so let's do some movies. Yeah, let's let's do some movies. So we've each oh, got a. We, we should we should actually explain why we why we're doing multiple episode recordings in a row, and it's going to be like this for the next couple of weeks for you and I. Yeah, yes, and so you might you might as as listeners hear a bit of a rash of. Of weirder than usual ones, as we get deeper and deeper into the into the evening of these uh, three episode recording sessions. Because yes, I am going on a trip to Canada. My wife's family's from there uh, for about ten weeks, and so we are building up a backlog, are building up a buffer. Yes, essentially, of episodes to release over that time, and we're going to try and edit as many as we can before you leave. Yes, because. I don't so really want to have to edit <laughs> 10 episodes in a row. Because that kind of sucks. It means I'm doing, you know, probably two edits this weekend. And <laughs> yes, well, now yeah. we've started building up this buffer. We can we can start getting through them. But yeah, we can smash out a whole heap. So that's that's the reason. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad that Ben gets to, you know, go over and see the, see the in-laws and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's been gonna it's be been a while since we last did it. A you know, it was at the very start of our podcast that you last five went. Five years ago, yeah. Uh, since we last went, and it'll be a while until we before we go again because a family of six traveling across the entire world for that amount of time is very expensive. Yay! So anyway, uh, we may be you, you may notice some differences in the episodes. <laughs> But tonight and, we are and going if we to do- if we get close to running out, then you may hear some other other people coming. Yes, on. we might end up with some guest guest hosts, um, which will be fun. Yeah, cool. Okay, three, two, one, movie. Yes, we're doing movies. That was the point of that whole little sequence. Uh, okay, Eight Legged Freaks. Ooh, okay, Juice. Deuce, like D-E-U-C-E, or no, juice is in J-U-I-C-E. Yeah. Okay. Eight Legged Freak um, Juice. 1992 film. Um, I don't think we can really do too much with this because of four Harlem friends, Bishop Q, Steele, and Raheem, dabble in petty right. crime. I kind of don't want to go there, so let's do Eight Legged Freaks. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we could use the word juice. As just yeah. its own thing, if we want. Yeah. So it, t- it turns out the spider juice is is like mm, delicious. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's like and when, it's the, when you're the ring new- out the spiders into yeah, because <laughs> I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I was going to say you you like they don't have any teeth. You just milk it through their skin <laughs> like a platypus. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you, uh, okay, you just so- you just squeeze it out out of out of the spider. Yep, comes right out the butt. <laughs> it's essentially they're like silk in liquid form for whatever. Yes, you, yes. You have to inject them with something first. It liquefies their silk, and then you just squeeze it out. Yeah. So is this just become a new trend or a new delicacy or something that's kind of you know uh, become popular? Turns out it's always been you know. Are pretty big in like the rich people circles, but mm, okay. um, finally with with this whole um, you know 
with his latest change that the that happened where the one percenters became just like everyone else. Um, oh, after the revolution. Yeah, after the revolution mm. uh, and all the inflation and all that sort of stuff. And they they ended up getting taxed all their amount of money. Like, mm. Mm. so they, they literally earn like minimum wage now. Um, yeah, once once that happened, then they, then they realized, hey, you know what? We've got this amazing drink that I reckon everyone else is going to love in hopes that they can make some more money. Right. Okay. They're sharing the secrets of the rich now that they're yeah, no longer rich. Now that they're no longer rich because they realize that they're like everyone else. And if they're going to, if they're going to enjoy it, then everyone else gets to enjoy it as well. So that's the backdrop for this game. Hmm. Um, you play a spider. <laughs> <laughs> Going around killing, <laughs> getting revenge for the horrific deaths of all your siblings. Okay. And, uh, Eight-legged freaks, they are massive, right? Yeah. yeah. So In the movie now, yeah. Basically, <laughs> I think uh, this, this family of spiders have have wished and prayed for, like, a um, a retribution spider to mm-hmm. come. Mm-hmm. And they pray you are such a retri- retribution. Yep. And, and uh, then Arachnos has sent you, yes. um, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy Spider. Jeremy Webber. Yep. Spidler. Spin- yep. Spinner? I was trying to go with a Jeremy Renner or something, but that was the only Jeremy yep. I could think of. Jeremy Spinner, maybe. Yep. <laughs> yep. Spinet. Jeremy Spinet. Yep. Jeremy sure. Spinet. Jeremy Spinet. Yep. <laughs> close enough. So, um, Arachnos yep. sent you Jeremy Spinet. Mm-hmm. Spider extraordinaire uh, to yeah. come in. You're and- bigger than the usual spider. By you're, a lot. I think, you're, you're I think like, well, I think you, well, at least you start off. I think you you're start dwarf off. dwarf-sized, like, you know. Well, it's going to be like cat-sized. <laughs> okay, cat-sized. You start Can off you- cat-sized. Maybe you grow yeah. throughout the game. Yeah, to become cow-sized. Okay. Like that. Yeah. Or like spider cow, spider bus cow. Bus-sized. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm almost picturing this as a bit of like an inside or a limbo or a little <sighs> nightmare yeah. sort of thing where you're- it's sort of that it's in 3D, but it's this, it's mostly on a 2D kind mm-hmm. of plane. And you at the start, it's a lot of stealth and like grabbing people from vents and, you know, in the dark, webbing them up and, and this sort of thing. So what actually happens when you bite these people? You don't actually inject them with like normal venom. You actually inject them with this special like uh, toxin that kind of changes their butt. Okay. To now produce silk. I was going to say that, yeah, you'd inject them with the same thing they've been injecting you. Yeah. You know, so, basically- with That liquefies their insides and and all their juice comes out. <laughs> well, I was thinking, um, you know, and it's just, it's primarily like um, still one percenters that, you, that you're going for. Right. The next one percenters, because they taste better. Um, they've just yeah, they've got a been, glow to them. They've been- <laughs> they've been, they've been, they've been, consu- and- they've been consuming a lot of spider juice right. for a long time. Right. So they, so you so can kind of sense it. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's an aura. You use your spider um, vision. Yeah, mm. and it actually changes their butt into like a, this big spider behind, and then like they end up being squeezed and, and mm. yeah. Oh, all you the have to jump. Comes it. out of them. Yeah. You have to jump on the big spider butt. Yeah, and squeeze out all the juice. Yeah, and it just goes splattering everywhere. <laughs> Squeezing the juice. Is- <laughs> okay, and and Jeremy Spinett's um, voiced by Paulie Shaw. 
<laughs> I mean, only because I should be yes anding you. <laughs> Three, two, one, click. All right. We can't come back from that. <laughs> Three, two, one, movie short. Sorry. I just, I went and clicked, but it's like, no. Paulie Shaw is, uh, is, yeah, generally the death of any project. So, Baby's Day Out. The Ninth Gate. <laughs> oh my god. That's so that's so dark, but I love it. I love I love the baby I love a baby wandering through either an occult, you know, den or whatever or or hell itself. I've I've just got this this thought of, you know, the baby's going through New York City. It's sort of set in 1984 New York mm-hmm. and the Ghostbusters, you know, sort of around that that okay. sort of thing, and they're the ones that kind of open the gate to hell, and so you know, just uh, uh, I think I think a period piece like that, you know, makes a little bit more fine. sense. Maybe maybe nineteen seventies. Like, I, doesn't ha- I, I like I'm the just- idea of sending it then only because things were less safe for babies. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, there's less fences and, and, like, safety things. And because if I recall correctly, Baby's Day Out, I don't think I've seen it, but it's essentially like a baby going out, Mr. Magooing around, like, narrowly yeah. escaping, you know, fatal consequences by random chance as it stumbles through the world. I mean, really, what actually happens in, in the film is there's three kidnappers that try to kidnap the baby and then like oh right but it- the baby ends up you know sort of home aloneing itself all around a mr Mugu- yeah mr, yeah, mr. Mugu- mr. Mugu- pretty itself. um somehow keeping one step ahead of these three right. grown men and then of course the ninth gate if, if for those who don't know is basically about like opening opening a gate to a hell, gate to yeah. hell. Yeah. yeah what i was wondering though i is- definitely like the idea of a 1970s the um baby's day out is more this is the um the actual place that you that your your parents and you live is pretty much um run by all these all these satanists sort of thing almost okay. a rosemary's baby sort of thing like everyone everyone in the hotel is actually looking forward to being able to open this gate to hell and all this sort of stuff you know? right. just your your parents and you have moved in and you inadvertently, you know, help do, like do the last thing help this to occult open. to to open this gate. Well you say then- you you say you, but I was thinking that <laughs> they open this gate to hell. Yeah. A demon comes out, sees this baby about to fall off a ledge, mm-hmm. and then like opens a portal beneath it to like bring it back up and save it someone. And so the whole game is actually you as the demon using your demonic powers <laughs> okay, to prevent yep. the death of this child who is just, like, crawling and stumbling around all these dangerous places. <laughs> and no, you can't just put it in an, in an ever-falling portal loop. <laughs> no, I think you've Would got- Because so getting, getting becomes- baby out of terminal, to, terminal velocity is just not possible. <laughs> yeah, how are you going to slow him down there? <laughs> That baby's dead. <laughs> and the cry is just bad, like... Uh, so, I think this is almost a bit of a puzzle game. I'm picturing kind of, you know, fixed spaces that this baby's going to have to get through and, and you sort of have to figure out the timing and, and the best way to trigger different things using your 
your demon powers. Yeah. I mean, there's only so many times that you can actually uh, open a portal because, you know, on this particular level, you've you've only got time to open, you know, one, maybe two before the the cracks of reality yeah. around this. Here and, we're, and, we're, and it give may way. even just be that you've got certain, like, we, we limit where they can create the portals or- um, yeah, it's it's to it's to thin thin places within the um. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Yes, there's like sh- a shimmering, you know, glow where you can create, or you can see a and- crack. But you know, mm. the, I like the idea of being able to see a crack, and yeah, then you tear you know, it you open. Can, you you can bring little minions in, into place and get them uh, to build a bridge. Yeah. Yes, that's cool. I like, like, like a other- world a world of goo sort of thing of you know connecting the minions together to yeah, um, or like a, a to bit make of a bridge Pikmin pick or a. Um, over was it Overlord, I think the other one. Anyway, a similar sort of thing where you kind of yeah, you have your little minions. Like it's like okay, go there, build a bridge. Okay, they're across. All right, now shit, go over here, like build a ramp or whatever it is to yeah. get this baby through this space. Um, are there? And then maybe there's maybe there's other demons then that are coming as well to like they want this baby because actually this baby was intended as a sacrifice or something. That's why they invited the family to live. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I, I, I like, I like that it's the sweet old lady and, uh, you know, that, mm. you know, sort of wel- welcomed you in at like the very start and leader of like- the homeowners associate or whatever, like this building strata. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah. Have you seen the, the movie Hereditary? Yeah. Horror film. How, like, the, the grandmother was, you know, was right. That's Satan right. Satan worshipping. Yes. yes. And so all of, all of her friends were as well. It's like, oh my god! When I got to the end of that, that film, yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ! I think like, I blocked most of that film out. It's pretty fucking dark. It's nuts. It's fucking nuts. But the idea that you know all these sweet old old ladies and all this sort of stuff, are, the knitting all, circle, yeah, yeah, the book club. <laughs> if you actually looked look closely enough, you know, and, and look look into the textures that we've actually got in, in place, you know, it didn't say Santa on that sack. On that sack. It says Satan. <laughs> Satan sack. It's at Christmas time. <clears throat> it's a Satan sack. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one movie. Three, two, one movie. That was great. War Horse. Six days, seven nights. Oh, okay. Um, so just going off the titles, and I, I do, I haven't, I think I've seen Six Days, Seven Nights. That's one with, uh, um, they're like out in the, out in the, on an island or something. Yeah, in the South Pacific. Uh, it's got, um, what's Harrison his name? Ford. Harrison Ford and, uh, someone else. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Is it, um, she passed away recently. Yes. Yes. She was in Psycho, like the yes. remake. And H. And, and H. H. <laughs> I remembered it from that horrible film, Psycho. <laughs> I was trying to remember it from something else, which you're probably <laughs> aware of. And the fact that she I just, died I just remembered. <laughs> makes yeah. that even worse. Yeah. We're, we're just, we're just not going to. Not even. Just I'm going to call it. That I'm going to. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. You gotta wonder how they feel about it now. Damn psycho, because <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's where it's from. Yeah. Okay, so uh, just from the titles, I had the sense of like not quite a road trip movie, but like a travel game. Like your six days and seven nights is the time that you uh, 
that this game takes place across. And maybe you're- What if in six days and seven nights, that's when the world is going to end? Okay. And- And you're just you and your horse. You and your trusty horse. Like, I, I think this is sort of, you know, set back, you know, maybe in the- in the Wild West or something like that. I like the idea of- Okay. Or maybe, maybe like, um, maybe like Outback Australia, like, um, what's the- Fuck. I don't have words tonight. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When Rabbit you back horses. Fence. <laughs> the Outback. Banjo Patterson. <laughs> 1880s, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Before, before the war, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking like- It's the Emu War. <laughs> like <laughs> no, no, no. I felt I felt it was better when it was serious. I, I don't want to go too. There's, wacky there's a thing time. called the Emu no, War. No, no, no. Like- I know it's a real thing, but it's also dumb <laughs> that it happened. <laughs> but, but like, they're going to cause the apocalypse. <laughs> the world's going to be overrun <laughs> with emus. Oh no! There, there's there's something. <laughs> <laughs> But they spelled it wrong, so Santa turns up. <laughs> In his board shorts, <laughs> surfing, because it's Australia. You find out through this prophecy by your mentor, Banjo Patterson. Um, right, yeah. He, he tells you... Uh, in in you know Nostradamus fashion, like his his eyes go back into his head, and yeah, and he spouts out a new Australian classic, but it happens to be a prophecy at the same time. Yeah, and you and your warhorse have to have to travel across outback Australia just to just to get to this place where it's going down mm-hmm. um, to to try and to try and curb this before it actually yeah before it comes to fruition. Yes. Yeah, so I'm I'm picturing kind of a gritty vibe to the whole thing. Um, you're traveling and, and like coming into companions and it almost feels like a RPG ish yeah. sort of thing. Um, but with this very heavy time element of you know, you know that something's going down yeah. in six days and seven nights. Um what happens to Banjo Patterson after he tells you this prophecy? Um a dog with dynamite in his mouth runs up and blows him up. Oh my god! Can't Isn't that believe one that of his, happened. With one of his poems. I don't think, know. I think so. But e- either way, oh my god, what an ending to <laughs> to his life! Yeah. Like, yeah. what an ending! No, it was so sad. Like, I mean, the dog died like that as well. That's yeah, I mean, horrible. that's that's the sad part. Plus, you know, Banjo Patterson is extremely allergic to dynamite. dynamite so. Yeah, I know. Well, that was the problem. It wasn't lit. Mm-hmm. No, no. He just touched it. Yeah. They didn't have an EpiPen because no, they weren't making it. Because it was yet. the 1880s. <laughs> anyway, when Dan Aplastic Shot died. And it was just the dog choked on it. <laughs> okay. So, um,. So you, you you you're traveling on your on your horse mm-hmm. that you that you've named Banjo in, in you know it was actually Banjo. Oh, so his name was War. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what is it good for? Absolutely. That's not. why. Actually, so that's why you called him that because it's a useless horse, and yeah. and so somehow you know that song, even though it hasn't been written. You're, yet. you're the one who wrote it. You know, right? You wrote that song. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. About your horse. Yeah, about your horse called War. Yeah. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Sing it again. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is good it? Good God. Yeah. 
say it again. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay, that's enough of the joke. Let's just... Say it again. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, five days and six nights later, you come across an oasis in the middle of the outback. Mm. Mm, and this is where it's going. The mm. other one, Gallagher. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. Oh fuck. <laughs> like, I apologize. Nolan, 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 yeah. Liam, Nolan Liam Gallagher are singing Wonderwall. You come across a wonder wall. That's the thing. And you can't get past it. You're like, how the fuck am I going to get past this wonderful wall? Oh, my God. This whole episode's going off the fucking rails. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. Yeah, we're, we're kind of just, ha- we're we're just, s- just cracking each other up. Yeah, We're just having so much fun. Yeah. All right. Let's, this is let's awesome. move on. Three, two, one, click. Movie. Yeah. <sighs> Fast five. Last survivors. So you're you're the last survivors, and all you all you really want before everything goes is a fast high five. <laughs> the fastest, the fast, the fastest possible. You're trying to figure out like the particle <laughs> accelerator of high fives. <laughs> so you you get into you get into you get into these you know muscle cars, and yep. you're racing down you're racing down towards each other, hands out the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to break the high five barrier, the sound, yep. the high five sound barrier. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, that's it. If you if you hit mark one, the moment you high five and break the sound barrier and create a high five sonic boom, mm-hmm. then that's the solution to something. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it got to be. I love the idea that, sorry, I just love the idea that you're the last five survivors and this is what you come up with. Uh, it's got to do something. It's got to do something. And you, like, so the first two to do it, they're racing down. You, you and, you and your friend are like yeah, sitting racing in your cars, waiting, waiting behind. Oh, right. And you're these, watching these the two, first ones go. Yeah. They high five, massive flash of light. Yeah. And the cars roll to a stop, but they're no longer in the f- in the car. Oh, so it worked. So they like something happened. Something happened, but like you don't know whether this is a good something or a bad something, and you mm. you get worried because mm. there's uh, there's there were five of you left. Now there's three of you left. <laughs> now there's three. Only two can high five. Oh, that's a that's a good dilemma. Who is going to be left? Who's going to be the one? So you set this up at the very start that these these first two people have disappeared. Yeah, and now maybe you've got to deliver because you to a better you, place. Maybe just you were thinking this you is this is just you know absolutely um, you know this is never going to work and nothing's yeah. going to actually happen. But it turns out that holy shit, you guys were right. You get you get to muck five and. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Mark 1's the sound barrier, right? Like, that's all you need. No, I was going Mark 5 because you, you're doing a high five. So oh, okay. You, Mark 5 is actually only about 50 kilometers an hour. You know, you don't you don't really have to get that high, but it's like- <laughs> <laughs> It's the- It's, you know, as, as fast as you can get. 
<laughs> before, as before. As you can get. Well, but any any faster, and you can actually take off the other person's arm, and you don't want to do that because it's got to survive. <laughs> just the high just five. so we know, Mark Five is actually nearly four thousand miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> in reality, like it turns out that we have to rename what Mark Five actually is, right? Because it's the speed at which you you do a high five and you go into like the five dimension. Okay. Yes. The yeah. f- the five dimension. The fifth dimension. The fifth dimension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, you can only get there by high fiving, and it's at very high speeds, but it's not so high that you that you're going to rip the other person's arm off. Like it's just at that. No, it's at approximately that limit. eighty-eight miles per hour. Yeah. Yeah. But th- but there's no flame tires. No. No. I mean, no. there's there is. Flame the, the created seat, from the, the, the high five. The itself. seats are on fire. The seats are on fire inside the car where right. they were. <laughs> this is just a butt print of flame. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so the rest of this game is is literally. Um, so this is sort of the setup for the whole game. Is this is this thing happening? And then the rest of the game is kind of like a, a dialogue driven narrative of figuring out. Who's gonna like whether you're gonna try it again, setting up for it, and then the decision of who's gonna do it. And well, it's also can you trust the other two to not just go out and high five without you? Exactly. Mm. You know, so they've got the same a, thoughts. It becomes a whole sort of paranoid. Yeah. At know. first, they're they're fine and they're they're thinking, you know, this is, this is all all good. We will mm. we will stay here until. You know, until we'll one of us decides they come to back or wait we'll- to see if they come back. If one of us volunteers to stay, but the more that you like, um, within, oh, I don't know, six days, seven nights, something, something mm, like that. that like time. it's, it's just paranoid, like anything. Yeah. Um, and you're all like sabotaging each other and. And you're trying to make alliances and stuff like. Yeah. With the, with one, uh, yeah, with the other two separately. You you mm. think they've already made an alliance against you? Yeah. Turns out you're the only one thinking this way, and they they're like, "Oh fuck!" I thought you were going to say, <laughs> "Turns out you're actually the only one left, and they're imaginary." <laughs> You've already <laughs> been left behind. <laughs> oh, that that is actually kind of a cool a cool ending. That, that could be cool, actually. The people who were you don't see the people who are in the cars in that first opening scene. Mm-hmm. And then you turn around and, like, the other two are there. But it's actually them who were in the cars. Yeah. And now- And you've just been left alone this whole time. And it's kind of like Wilson. One of them is actually called Wilson. Right. Just just to just to harken back to Castaway. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one is called Tom Hanks. Yeah. Just to harken back to Castaway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and you're Meg Ryan. Isn't it Helen Hunt? Oh, I mean, Meg Ryan is a- I think it's Helen Hunt in Castaway, but yeah, Meg Ryan it is, is a- Yeah, but- uh, Tom, uh, Tom, Tom Hanks collaborator. Tom Hanks, yeah, collaborator. Yeah. Um, you can choose your- You can choose your gender, so you're either Meg Ryan or Ryan Meg. Yeah. <laughs> and wait, does it end with you then trying to just high-five yourself somehow? Or like you- Oh! Self-high-five you're- yourself so, into the- So, what happens dimensions. is is you, you know, you kind of- having this this huge sort of fight and all this sort of stuff and you you're going up the mountain getting up to getting up to the top you know you realize that you know um these things are just figments of your imagination and you you actually fall and slip off the mountain Ooh. and as you as you as you're traveling down you're like self five you just keep doing it until you, until you get to the right speed like desperately 
self-fiving yourself, basically just and applauding your descent, <laughs> and you just disappear. Flash of light. Yep. And all of a sudden, you're you're in this other this other place. Yep. But you're falling so fast because <laughs> you keep your momentum. <laughs> you got, I, was actually, I was actually thinking this is just, just an afterlife thing and you did actually die in the fall. Right, okay. And, just like- and the, big, the big flash of light that you saw, they actually, you know, um, when, when they both high-fived each other, mm-hmm. they actually spontaneously combusted. It and was just so fast. They just died. It was so fast that they just died. It was too powerful. Mm. Um, but they're all, in, they're all in the afterlife now. Yeah. Last survivors in the afterlife, happy together. Yep. High-fiving yep. for eternity. Yeah, it turns out that they were the only ones who made it because everyone else, like, went to hell. Because um, they didn't high-five enough. Didn't high-five enough. There's actually Turns a quota. Out, yeah, and yeah, it had to be at a certain speed. <laughs> because God <laughs> is poorly sure, and for high-fives is just his currency. Exactly. That's all we have time for <laughs> tonight, because I think this is Because, as I said earlier, poorly sure ruins any, <laughs> any media that he is part of. So, we're just going to end on that. Um, no, no, look, whatever. I'm sure poorly sure is fine. But if you would like to find the rest of our episodes online, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. Um, shoot us a review. Um, let us know what you thought or what you think of Paulie Shaw. <laughs> if you'd like the song that we play at the start and end of each episode, that song is called Mount Defiance so off of the album Containment Failure by the band Kuridas. Go check it out at kuridas.bandcamp.com. And it's for free. You can check out the whole album. That's right. So thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. And I'm off for a nice glass of spider juice.